Logical Fish Podcast. It's the scientist. It's we the do not diesel. own the right. We do not own the rights to this music. I own the rights to this music. Okay, we good. He, he, he wasn't expecting me to say that. Yes, I own the rights to this music. Throw it out there. Just, you know, <laughs> you know they—they they try to—they'll uh, they, try to—they'll try to shut you down. They try to shut you down. You know, uh, half of the stuff, you know, just because. I'm, but, listen, I'm just trying to give my folks a vibe. That's it. Trying to give my exactly. people a vibe. So, what's going on, scientists? Man, you getting right, man. Just, 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 just chilling. Just getting right. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, good. Yes, sir. I okay. can. Okay, I just want, just want to make sure that you know, you know hear, hear everything. Audio check, audio check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Yes, sir. Okay, we got one listener. We got one listener. Thank you for joining the show. We're about to get started in a little bit. About to get started momentarily. We, we, we about to go to the lab. We about to burn the MK. Thank you for joining us this evening. It's here, the Scientist Nine and Condito of the Mexico's Podcast, burning the MK live. We got a nice, good topic for you all tonight. The word has been given, so we better check out how all you are living. Right. <laughs> you got to get them out to get them, man. About to get them. But yeah, man, like I said, it's feeling good. It's Friday night, Friday night lights. Friday night, and a lot of mofos chilling at the house, dog. As a matter of fact, a lot of folks is out still. Like, like, like we ain't got a like a a, a pandemic going on. You know what? I I I, I don't I want to I, I don't I don't want to go into that topic too too hard. You know, because I mean, hey we, hey, we can go ahead and take care of that horse burger. But yeah, people out there just you know all out and about, and it's like, I mean, hey, you know. Wear a mask. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. If you if you if you're gonna be at least at least at least put on a damn mask, you know, but I mean not everybody I not everybody thinks that way, you know, unfortunately. Not everybody Man, the crazy way. part is like I, I talked to uh you know, we talked a couple shows about this when we went to Denver and I had to wear that black cotton mask and I almost went to the other side for real. <laughs> like, Man, that junk is real. Them cotton masks ain't the move, bro. Like, like, restrict your damn breathing completely. Oh, you my can't goodness. Breathe anything. Now, think about think. it. I, I got up early. It was 5, you know, 5 a.m., got on the train, rode the train down to the airport, masked on, yeah. you know, cool. Plane they lead a nine something, you know. Then you get on a plane for three hours. Okay, now it's twelve. You had this mask on for eight nine hours, and then going to you know the rental, get a rental car, and by the time it's three o'clock, and man, that wasn't a good day. <laughs> well, I was like, bro, what's wrong with me, dog? The room is spinning. So yeah. I'm breathing in all that damn CO two. Oh yeah, absolutely. That, that's man, look. Uh, you, you, you get sick. But for those listening, thank you for joining. It is the Scientist Nine and the Con Diesel of the Mango Kush Podcast here live on the stereo app. Thank you for joining us this evening. The Sorry. word has been given. So you're about to check out how you live in. <laughs> Somebody out here, out here living right. in fact. Right. Really good. Feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling good. Okay. 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 
Let's get this going. We're about to get it going. All right. So anyway, so let's go ahead, you know, for the sake of time. Thank you all for listening in. Okay, so we got a nice, good topic for you all tonight. We're burning the MK. But one thing near and dear to our hearts, you know, especially for our people of color out there, you know, our, our Afro-Americans, one thing that we always held near and dear to our heart is uh, our historically black colleges and universities, right? So yes. um, with, with, with that being said, this is almost like the, uh, I would say almost like the crown jewel of our educational achievement is our own schools and universities, right? And right. I don't think that people really take the time. And, and, and I would say even not so much including us, but, you know, us too, we really just took the time to sit back and think about the, you know, awe-inspiring uh, effect that, you know, HBCUs have had not only on our lives, but just in the lives of general of, uh, you know, countless millions of uh, African-Americans, you know, or even the students that attended these schools, right? And, um, yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, for our listeners tuning in, you know, of course, uh, our, our, we're both co-hosts, you know, but that's met, met the co-host Con Diesel, met what back in 2005, you know, at the school, we went to. Yeah. so that's oh, that, you know, Boat Valley, we've been knowing each other, you know, almost damn near two decades, you know, another four yeah. years, seems like so. Uh, but yeah, like I said, that's just some brief, some brief background. Like I said, we always know each other, met back in 2005, but uh. Specifically, I know what we're going to be talking about tonight, like I said, HBCUs, our stories, our college experiences. Yeah. So this is an open mic for anybody listening in. You know, of course, if you attended an HCBU or ever been to one, hey, feel free to chime in. You know, even give a shout out, uh, rep what school you went to. Like I said, um, yep. we're going to be repping Folk Valley all night long. Folk, it's not Spruce, Spruce. You can say it. You got two ways you can say it. You can either say the Fort Valley State University, or you can say mm. Fort Valley. <laughs> There's Valley. only two ways you can say it. The only two acceptable ways to say it. <laughs> Fort Valley. Not, not Fort Valley, it's Fort Valley. Fort Valley, know? yeah. Fort. But, but like I said, it, it, it is good. And again, thank you all for listening. But, you know, first and foremost, like I said, we've had a lot going on with our uh, HBCUs, you know, uh, just for the time frame they've been around, they exist in this country. Uh, again, like I said earlier, these are our crown jewels of our educational world. Um, you know, we hold them very high. We hold them very near and dear. And one thing I will always say is that, uh, you know, and I'm sure Khan can agree with me that there's nothing like the black college experience. I don't care how you slice, how you dice it. There is nothing quite like the HBCU I- experience you know with a black college experience i i bet i can i can agree and just like we talked that we had that conversation about the you know generational curses and you know college is it worth it and and i had to kind of re you know rewind myself and be like i would never trade any of the time that i spent down in fort valley oh man had some (laughs) had some memorable moments down there um, you know, one highlight man, that I always remember and, and something that, you know, I tell my son now is I remember when the first black president was elected and everybody was down to Fort Valley. Everybody was in the old uh the old student center. And I tell you, dog, it felt like they were shaking the building, dog. They swag served. <laughs> they swag served at the election results and the whole student center was rocking, dog. Like, 
I'll never forget that moment, dog. Like, that was a like a true moment of of unity, dog. Like I'm telling, like it's, you remember how hard we used to jerk on that swag, sir. So that whole room was rocking, dog. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, no. I remember, like I said, it, but again, that that goes back to like we said earlier. Just, just I'm I'm sure if you I mean, and again, that's not to discredit anybody else's experience at their college, but it's just when you see Obama being uh, uh, elected um, as you know president of the United States, that was literally like the the black people was like that. That was like the black people's second coming, you know. And all, like you said, all the students in there was like, oh, we we got a you know black man in office. It, that the injury was there, but you could have only yeah. experienced that type of stuff at a HBCU, you know. And that, again, that's not to discredit anybody else's feelings, but it's a different type of energy because you know just some historical facts about you know for those. Thank you for listening in. Uh, just some historical facts about HBCUs is they've existed almost two hundred years, right? So yeah. it, they they've been around. Since the 1800s, you know, of course, Fort Valley State University has been around since uh, 1895, I believe it is. 1895, yep. 1895, land grant institution. So, you know, we are proud of our Fort Valley or the Fort Valley State University. Um, But again, that's just before we really dive in deep, I just want everybody to understand the significant impact of what HBCUs have done to this country, especially as the population of, you know, uh, African Americans, male people, or people of color, uh, to be politically correct. Um, so again, black students have more meaningful experience at HBCUs. We, we just we just expound on that, you know, just in general. That's the first thing, you know. Second thing, uh, HBCUs students feel more supported by institutions. Just reason I say that, um, Eddie and Con, you already know I'm gonna say it. There's a, a good, a great, phenomenal faculty member down there by the name of uh, Dr. Simmons. Uh, we knew her as Miss Simmons at the Ms. time. Simmons, we Mama own, Simmons. You know, and <laughs> she would tell us that, you know, there is a, uh, we, we felt supported by her because she made sure. And she would always say, you know, if you confused, you need to come see yeah. us, you know, at the career center. Yeah. She, would just, she would always be in each dorm. She had been at each speaking engagement. You know, she made sure, and she, I swear to God, she knew everybody. It seemed like she knew everybody, yeah. or everybody knew who she was, you know. And, and, and was she an AKA too? She was a K, wasn't she? Yeah, she was AKA. Oh, yeah, she was. She was yeah, she, she used to stroll, you know, stroll with the AKAs. Like, that's that's dope, man, to see somebody who, who was a product of, you know, Fort Valley system and see them giving back, you know, yeah. to the university. That's, that's dope, man. And, she that's one thing she always brought energy like you knew him you knew when mama simmons hit the building you oh yeah knew what it was but but again that's that support you feel and then not only that yeah. uh you know historically black colleges uh are responsible for a quarter african-american stem graduates that is uh science um that is technology engineering excuse me science technology engineering and oh, mathematics yeah. so they do a quarter of all african-american students who go to hbcus they do that. And again, there are over 100 uh, historically black colleges across 20 states. You know, now, of course, there's more in the South than there is anywhere high concentration because, of course, we had the highest concentration of blacks still to this day in the South, yeah. you know, in the South. And of course, now historically black colleges offer uh, advanced degrees. So, so they've been doing yeah. it. You know, they, they, they've been doing it. And, and even with Fort Valley, like I said, they've been around since 1895 land-grant institution, um, 
you know, we've been around since multiple presidents been there and, 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 and Fort Valley itself, you know, their agriculture department is, is phenomenal, you know, so that, that's just, just a few, you know, a few little shine points to, to, to yeah, be Fort Valley State. Shout University. out, hey, yeah, shout out more homes, dog. Shout oh, out more homes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, so and, and before we go, before we go in, like I said, we, we thank you all for listening. It is the Scientist Nine and Con Diesel of the Mango Kush Podcast here live on Stereo App. We're burning the NK right now about HBCU stories and college experience. Any point in time you want to just join in, hit that little microphone button, say your piece, and hey, we're going to burn the NK with you. So we've been doing a nice little narrative. Uh, just catch you all up to speed who are listening in. Uh, we just talked a little bit about the historical significance and facts of HBCUs. Now we're about to get into the nice little nitty gritty of our experience with the HBCUs. The historically back college before, and university. I must say, before you dive in, like, was was like before you went to an HBCU, like, was it like a, a choice of yours? You, you were like, hey, I want to make a conscious effort to go to an HBCU, or was it something that you had to be pushed into? No, it was a it was a conscious choice because it was almost like a, a, a tradition. <clears throat> oh, we're gonna get into that, but it was almost like a tradition because, like I said, my parents uh, went to one Central State. Uh, university yeah. up in Wilberforce, Ohio. So, like I said, I honestly thought about going there. But prior to that, I was going to go to I, – I wanted to go to Kentucky, you know, play basketball. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's a whole other conversation. And then I was <laughs> mentioning to go to LaGrange yeah. College. Um, that, that, that squash then. And it's, this, we can go and keep going before we uh, hear our chime-ins. We really went to Fort Valley because at that time, my older sister was going to Albany State. Yes, our rivals. Anybody, Rams, listen on, hey – we got y'all. But anyways, uh, she was at Albany State at the time. She was going to transfer. So we went down to Savannah State. We went down to uh, – uh, we didn't look at Albany State. And then we ended up going to Fort Valley. And then you know this dude, uh, Mr. Coley. We literally got yeah. into Fort Valley. Kid you not, it was me, my mom, my twin sister, my older sister. We drove all the way down there, went to the finance, the troop bed, which we're going to get into. Financial aid, all that stuff. We literally got in within like a couple hours. <laughs> I promise. We pulled uh, up. We told we told buddies like, "Hey man, we're trying to get into school. We're trying to do this." And he and again, back to the saying, we feel more supported. He took care of us. Walked us through everything within a couple hours. We were good. We we were in military term. We were squared away when we walked out of there. Like we were man, good. Yeah, man. right. And they made it. Not not here. not over here, dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get into that, but uh, shout out to Central State, man. And I think I told you before, I was actually accepted to Central State. Um, yeah. I was actually um, for a preferred walk on for football. And um, yeah, I, was, like, I, don't know, I don't know, man. Listen, I said, I don't know, nobody up there is cold. And I ended up uh, uh, going with Fort Valley, it was like yeah, one of my yeah. choices. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I was just like, bro, I now that Ohio code is different, dog. Like, oh yeah, it's uh, that Midwest no, code. Player. No, that Midwest code. I said, this time, bro. Bro, Mama Simmons was crazy as hell, but I love that lady, bro. She was always like almost too real, too real. <laughs> Would tell you some stuff that you're not ready to hear, especially from no woman her age, bro. Yeah. And, 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 and I totally agree, dog. She was unfiltered. Gave it to you raw, dog. Man. Like, <laughs> she, she, but she was needed, though. She was definitely needed, you know. But it goes back to that support. It goes back to support. All right, here we go with the next one. I want to know what you all think about um, 
Man, what do we think about Lady Bird? Like, you got to reach on man. Who? Well, okay. Well, let's, let's go ahead and continue with this. I'm pretty sure she'll reach on man. So, but again, we're talking about Fort Valley University. Uh, okay, it's probably her. Let's go. Oh, never mind. I was wondering who y'all was talking about. Is she the one who was like the Darson kind of short lady? She wore glasses and she used to always be saying something or, uh, you know, getting you right and. You could tell she really like loved all the students and stuff like that. Is she still around or did she pass? I don't remember. No, she is good and well and alive down there, still yeah. making the ruckus. <laughs> she is good and good, trust me. You know that was her though. That that was her. But but like I said, for anybody who went to Fort Valley State University or any black school, uh, tell me this, you know, and chime in, my listeners. You know, one thing, and I do, like I said, I always appreciate Fort Valley for what it was. But when we first pulled in. You know, it, it was a pretty nice school at the time. They were doing a little remodeling. But the, the, the funny thing about it, and this is always statistically almost in any black, historically black school, why is it that they are always in the hood? I went to Howard. <laughs> you went to all the state hood. You can go to Morehouse, Spellman, Clark. It, it, it's surrounded, you know. And I think it's almost like, again, we talked about in programming. Why, why is that? You know, it's just, 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 just my, my thoughts. You know, why is that? That boy Fort Valley down in in Gano, <laughs> man. But even then, I would probably think, and that probably something something be nice to research. But I think um, maybe it's just from just getting that land. You know, um, I'm not sure how. You know, for I know uh, Fort Valley State is agricultural. Um, you know, focus at the school, and you just got, and a lot of that's probably like land grants, and you know, probably during that time, man, it was probably you know cheap to get that land. Oh yeah, no, it, it it was it was and they they owned all that land. But let's get this chime in before we go deeper into this HBCU experience. I want to know what you all think about um, going to an HBCU for your masters because I think it was Miss Simmons when we were at Fort Valley State that would say go get your undergrad at um, a, a HBCU, but then go get your masters at a, um, a PWI. So what do you all think about that? So, I, okay, so here's what I would say about that. that I think, really speaking, yet, although that you have historically black colleges uh, offering more advanced degrees now, they still, to the depth, do not offer all the advanced degrees that people are looking for. And that, that can be for a reason of maybe that you're trying to get a doctor in like psychology or forensic psychology, um, things like that. They don't have, you, you have to credit, not so much the accreditation, but the credentials for it, right? Uh, for example, um, you know, my wife got a, a specialist um, at Fort Valley State University, and, and you know, it's because they were the like literally one of the only K CREP accredited um, schools across the nation. You know, so I think what it is is some of the the degrees are not, not you know, um, I say advertised because they don't have a big, big so in advanced degrees right now. So I think that's why she always pushed. Now, if you are able. To go to historically black school and get your advanced degree, I say go for it. You know, unless you're yeah. getting something like from MIT or, or you know, uh, Harvard Law School. Yeah, buy them do that. You know, it looks good on paper, but I mean, in the day, you know, a degree is nothing more than a you know a piece of paper. I mean, sh- I mean, shit, you ask with damn degree, honestly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> with degree it comes that bi- that that big time debt. So I mean, hell. It's better to go to a black thing. It's better to go to a black school and get some get uh, less debt <laughs> than be going to sell. In my opinion, 
I um, remember when uh, mom drove me down to, um, she's like, you have Albany State, Fort Valley State or Savannah State. And we did that all. I think it was the 4th of July. And she's like, you better pick one by the end of the night. And I remember Fort Valley at first. I was just like, "Mm -mm, I'm not going here. And I chose Albany State because Albany State had the most presentable and nice looking campus. And um, Savannah State, it was too late. But like, I actually liked Savannah the best. But, you know, I chose Albany State, got into a lot of trouble at Albany State. And then um, I decided to go to Fort Valley from there, um, you know, to, to join my brother and sister. So Fort Valley was a good experience. But, you know, I'm so blessed that I went to an HBCU. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I love, love to hear that. Thank you, Lady Bird. And I could tie into what she said about their parents because no lie, man, you pull up, you when I first pulled up to Fort Valley, I said, Oh, this is the trap house, dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, the first thing I see on the left side is Huntington Hall. And if you know the, the uh, for listeners, uh, Huntington Hall is like one of the very first dormitories um at Fort Valley. It sits at it's set at the front of the campus. They hadn't done anything with it. It was ransacked. It was boarded up. Like it just looked hunted. And so you know, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. You know, my experiences with Huntington Hall. Um, but um, yeah, like that's the very first thing I, I was just like, oh, this is like the trap house. And then not only we ride in the town, there was only one stoplight. So I was just like, yo, where? you know, I, I live. You know, I lived in the burbs, man. So you know, wasn't used to seeing. You know that type of city kind of spaced out to where it was just a lot of land and a highway and, and just country. And so that, that was and definitely uh, an experience for me. Yes. And we'll talk about them locals. <laughs> oh, we, we about to get into, we about to get into it right now. Cause, cause even then it, we, we, I hit this chime in after this statement, you know, like I said, uh, riding around, you pull up Fort Valley. It's just like, it, it was a culture shock because you know, my listeners, yeah. I will say this. I, I grew up around predominantly more, more mixed. Cause I, you know, I grew up military. So I was more around like white people, uh, blacks, and all types of people. However, you went my high school predominantly white at the time, you know. So I, I'm around where you know, white people that are like riding around with Confederate flags. I'm, I'm used to shit like that. So then, literally, I was gonna go to, like I said earlier, I was going to Lagrange College. That was a, a, a white school, but although it was United Methodist School, I was gonna play basketball down there. Man, when I went to Fort Valley and I saw all those all those Negroes, I was just like, oh <laughs> I was like, oh my god, there, there's there's too many of us. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm scared. Like, I, I'm scared. <laughs> I was I was scared of my own kind. Like, literally, that's yeah. why I'm appreciative. I'm appreciative of uh, historically black colleges because it taught me how to deal with my people. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. It, it taught me how to face my people. And, and you know what's crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it, just add, just piggybacking off of that, like you learn so much culture from other just different people. You oh, know absolutely. this, you know this. You have families that you know that came from a well side of town. You know from the burbs. You had some that were inner city. You had some from the country. So you got to see so many different, you know, black folk. But you see their yeah. different culture, their different, you know, just their different way of, of life, man. And you know, you, you got to learn them, and they got to learn you, and. And, and that's where you know the, the bond starts. You know, you met some some cool people down there. Oh yeah, absolutely. We we again to look at these time, man. So I was listening. Thank you for joining Scientist Nine and Condi. I actually remember um, hearing. Um, I don't know if it was Miss Simmons, but just I, I remember hearing that. Um, 
you know, that we should go to a different school for your master's. I don't know if it was to diversify or whatnot. Um, but for me personally, I, I really just think it depends on what it is that you're trying to do in your major. Um, I know for my major in particular, you know, we were KCREP accredited, which is like a national accreditation for my program. So, I mean, I could have left to go somewhere else, but at the same time, I felt like it was just as good quality as going anywhere else would have been. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that totally. You know, like I said, it again, you're getting the same education, whether it be, you know, from whatever school it is. So let's hit these chime-ins. And um, I'll say also that my experience um, going to Fort Valley is a little different. Um, I was a first-generation college student. So for me, HBCUs, fraternities, sororities, all that was like really foreign to me. I actually only went to Fort Valley because after I had finished um, my associate's degree, I went to um, Georgia Perimeter College. I ended up just transferring to Fort Valley because they had a um, online psychology program. So, um, you know, I could work and still attend school, whatever. So I was like towards the end of my junior year and my mom kept telling me, you know, why don't you go to college, you know, go on campus, you know, you never, you will never get that experience ever, um, in your life. You, you can't get that back. And so I listened and I, I went down and, um, one of my friends happened to be going there anyway. And, um, it, it was the best decision I, I ever made in my life. I said, yeah, said they they Fort Valley man, Fort Valley getting them them good reviews again. They five star Google reviews, bro. They, they, they five star Google reviews. That's it. That's it. Fort time, Valley. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny that you say that. Um, scientist nine because I felt the same way. Like until I went to Fort Valley, I had never been around as many black people in my life. So that was very uh, interesting, big culture shock for me. Um, but still, I mean, I enjoyed it. I loved it. It was the best decision I ever made. Um, I would say that that's when going to Fort Valley was the first time in my life that ever, you know, I really, um, I would just say fully connected with my culture and, you know, was able to kind of have a better sense of my personal identity. So uh, it was, it was great. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Absolutely. I told, and, and, and I had, and my, my, my experience wasn't like yours because, you know, I, I went to, you know, I went to a Gwinnett County high school. So I went to Duluth and I, a Duluth high school and a, and a Peachtree Ridge high school, which we had, I mean, it was predominantly white, but we, we still had our groups in our, in our cliques. And, yeah. um, you know, I remember going down there and somebody that I graduated, Boston, our homeboy, Boston, he was going down there too, so I was just like, "Oh, I got you know, I got a homeboy down here," and you know, it, it was yeah. definitely a. I ain't gonna lie, when, when I when we first moved into the dorms, I was like, "Oh sh, why is everything just steel? Like it was just everything <laughs> metal in the room, dog." Like. Man. Like, I was like, this felt like well, I'm on some jail shit. Like, listen, it oh, just it felt weird, dog. Like, but and and then not only so our, our, our closet, you know, we had a little closet, a little metal closet space, <laughs> and you had to put a shower, you had to put a shower curtain and hang it on your on your closet, and that was how you, had to, man, bro. Like, I know hey. if anybody's listening, if y'all had a door, I know y'all had a shower curtain. Hey. I know y'all had the shower curtain up in your room uh, hey. at, at, in the closet. Hey, listen, they don't understand. <laughs> listen, they don't understand. Like, I, that was a culture shock because, I, again, I'm not saying I was like just some privileged, like rich kid or no shit like that. But going to Fort Valley, 
was just living straight hood. Like niggas was living <laughs> like savages in Moore Hall. Like, oh my god, like the sh- I, a- I know, I know we eating a horse burger right now, but them showers, nigga, oh, them damn things used to float like the soap scum used to be all floating up. <laughs> no, like, the, the worst like, feeling ever. Scientists, oh. the worst feeling ever is is the showers, dog. Uh, More hall, the, the the water used to puddle up outside of the shower. <laughs> I used to hate that. Not only that, and then they would like you have gnats coming from somewhere. Like, Who are you doing that? Right, you would just be in there, dog, uh, with your flip flops on. You know, let me get up in here and get up out this bad boy, and don't let your good pair of drawers or or the soap fall in that puddle of water outside the shower. That joint was like a graveyard, dog. You walk in the shower with everybody. They got drawers and soap sitting in the water. They just left it, dog. They was like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, my God. Yo, for those listening, for those listening, I know we sound like we live in like prisons war, but listen. I love my school, Fort Vassar University, but the historically black college university, they did not have all the updated stuff that like until like oh okay, if you went anywhere prior to 04 or 04 after between when they built a new dorm, oh no, you were living like you live like you're in the damn jungle. It was nasty in the shower, like I said, the damn uh um metal closet and shit, them beds. Nigga, them beds yeah. felt like I was living like Living in a damn prisoner camp, like, and then it was slide out, and the mattress was so damn thin. Man. It was like you were living on. You was like you were sleeping on some. Nah, damn, uh, remember the little, your little AC unit at the end of the room that oh you had to, had to turn. That's throwback. Let me hit these chimes, bro. They're coming in. I'll agree, man. Um, the, the one of the best things about Fort Valley was the damn diversity just between black people because. Like, I'm a first generation. I'm the first person ever to go to college in my family. I, I actually went to, we went to school, bro, with a real life Nunu from ATL, bro. I don't even want to say her name because she had everybody believing she was hood as fuck. She was not, bro. <laughs> this girl who I was messing with, she ended up, she was doing her hair, bro. She said she went to her house. She said she didn't even know who the girl was. She de- she dressed different. She spoke different. But that's Fort Valley, just HBCU in general, just. You're going to seriously see so many different type of just black people. And, man, it's just, I honestly appreciate it. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Like I said, you just get the, you, you get the different type of black folk. You know, like I said, I didn't grow up around black people like that. So it, it was a culture shock. Um it was. Hey, hey Hamp, Hamp, they out here living very foul. No, they go. <laughs> Check them niggas out. Here we go, here we go. Fort Valley! We got that Fort Valley chat. We yes, sir. Yes, yes, in. sir. chiming in. Here we go, here we go. Yeah, I have to agree with A. Breezy. Um, that was one, like, eye-opener. I didn't know anything about college. I didn't know anything about fraternities. I thought this was like on. I was like, these like low key like gangs, like like smart gangs. I was like, what, like what are we doing here? My introduction to fraternities, I want to say, was before I got to campus. Was uh, what was the movie with Nick Cannon? Drumline. Yeah. But I had no idea what any of that stuff was. So definitely, definitely an eye opener, man. Love Fort Valley. Oh yeah, Fort hey, Valley. Hey. Fort Valley. That that was. Oh, we can get to the band. Like the and and, and that was one thing we're gonna. Hey, we're gonna get to that part later. What's up? So uh, he's sitting over. He enjoyed his experience. Started talking about gangs. You remember that day? That man almost got beat up at the Q at the Q house. Hey, listen, uh, 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 out there, uh, out there drinking with the big dogs. <laughs> but, but you know what? Man, that, listen, that's one thing. You, you fresh, like your first. It was like probably like our first month or two. 
you know, we, you know, going to college parties and, and you know, sadly enough, y'all know folks is drinking, you drinking, man, that, that man took what he took one, he took one wrong turn, dog, got, got a little too much drink in him and almost got, almost got jumped by some cues. I know you weren't, were you out there that night? No, I wasn't that because I didn't know, I didn't meet y'all to my sophomore year. Man, listen. Yeah, that's my boy. My boy about four foot eleven. Boy, he's always going. gonna be the he's always gonna be the loudest one in the room. Though he's gonna let you know he's here. Nah, listen, Man, you know how many he's, 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 he's doing with the wrong people. And, and I would say, and I, and I, and I love him. But listen, you know how many fights we almost got into because of that and <laughs> making. We're not talking about four. We're talking about making. Yes, for my listeners, tune in. Macon was still gangbanging their own four to oh wait, this nigga was trying to fight these Maconers. So yeah. like, we our life was at risk multiple times. Like <laughs> it always be it always be the little dude in the room, man. Just trying to Bro, when them showers were over flood, they would flood on the inside too. So you had to hurry up and take the damn shower before it would get up to the point where it would go over your flip-flops. <laughs> Bruh, oh, that shit was terrible. <laughs> oh no, that that shower was horrible. It was like, it, it, no, it, listen, it, hey, mm. I've seen some. I'm gonna try to. I've seen some crazy stuff. I've seen dudes in the shower with paper plates on their feet. <laughs> I've seen dudes with their sneakers on and tied a, a, a grocery bag around their feet with their shoes. Well, I've just seen some of the most creative stuff of folks going in. No, the, the paper plates though. That was legendary. I think he had lost his flip flops, left them at home, or something like that. He's like, man, I gotta get these paper plates, and he doubled them bad boys up, and he got in the shower with them, dog. But my thing I is, said, like, that's but, crazy. But but it, it's sad that I mean, for for historically black colleges, as as prestigious as the Fort Valley was, that they didn't yeah. have the money to really start to renovate. And then you know, it's sad they knocked down Moore Hall too. But it's like Moore Hall, even what you said earlier, it was just bad. Well, all the, we wouldn't we went in there, and again, it was like the projects. You know, I will say this: yeah, I got a great education. Not to mention there. downstairs, but it, it was yeah, it was but... like the, it was like the project. You know, people be blasting music like you know eight in the morning and stuff like that. It's like, dude, shut up! You know, Saturdays needs to be popping that side door. It's not like a gunshot go off. Man, listen, yeah. that, that, let's go ahead and just chime in. Hey, hey, so I'm a Fort Valley graduate myself. But I just want to know, what do y'all think about the long lines and for financial aid? And, and why is it that HBCUs are synonymous with long financial aid lines? Oh, man. So we about to, we about that to is eat a great question. You just, you're about to open it up one with this guy right here. But that's we a about, we about to eat a horse, We about to eat a horse burger. So this is and – and, and for my listeners, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is something that I've always heard because I spoke to my dad about this. And we were kind of joking around about it. And he was saying that. This back in the 80s, he, him and my mom went to school, you know, at Central State back in the 80s, and they still have financial aid problems. So you mean to tell yeah. me almost 20-some, 30-some years later that when we had to stand in line, we're just always waiting in line for financial aid like the damn DMV. You know, it's like you get in there at 8 o'clock in the morning, you won't be damn seen till like 2, and then don't lo- don't move and lose your spot. <laughs> you know? yeah. You'd be like, oh, my I lost a whole day. I lost a whole day, and it's like it was always the same thing. You know, I think what it was, some of them, them Final J people, they didn't like their damn job. You know, they, yeah. they really didn't. And it's like you would have to keep calling people half of the time. Oh, just send them an email or, you know, go cash out. Hopefully you get your money. And the worst thing in the world is to go to class and the teacher say, hey, hey let, me, let me see you real quick. Um, 
for those that are oh, in the yeah. classroom, you know, <laughs> hey, uh, uh we, we, you just make sure go check your final. Hey, basically, you, this class ain't paid for. They pay you for, learn yeah. for free. You know, like it's always that with black schools. You know, when I go to these white schools, like, bro, like, nigga, I went on. Did my foundation? I didn't speak to no one. I ain't had doing no black attitudes. Not doing yeah. somebody who hate the damn job. You know, no long lines. It was so convenient. Versus at Fort Valley, the time we went, man, listen, step out of line if you wanted to, nigga. You are not getting back. You were not seeing your foundation advisor. Not that day. And and you know what's crazy? I think one of the problems I used to have just being in the financial aid line, or just even having to go into the troop building at all. It just seemed like nobody was ever organized. Like it, I would <laughs> down from office to office, and it's just like and that's that's the problem, dog. Like there's folks that weren't doing their job, and we could just keep that all the way one hundred. Motherfuckers, they're getting a check. Like you know what? <laughs> Come back. They'll, they'll be back in a couple hours, and that mofo be in the next room chilling. Uh, niggas, right. I caught my foundation but I was eating a damn sandwich one time. I was like, oh, they 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 over here doing something. They be back and like I said, you walk in, they in the little break room eating. I'm like, nigga, I've been waiting for the last three hours. I'm about to get put on my I class. remember one time I was waiting for like some funds to be released. So, you know, I, you know, my loan that I had, they were like, hey, the money's been sent. It's just sitting there. And then, you know, Fort Valley acted like, you know, the, the you know, down in the financial, they were like, they're acting like not acting like they didn't know, like, hey, I don't know what's going on. Come to find out, all the lady had to do was, like, look, confirm and hit enter or something like that. It was something stupid. I was just like, y'all serious? Y'all, y'all wasted 72 hours of my life and all you had to do was hit enter? Like, and that's, you know, and, and granted, uh, and I know usually, like, in HBCU towns, they, you know, they, they're usually more so higher people who live in town. Like, you know, the, the small town, you have those people you know, who've been living there for, you know, 30, 40 plus years or in the community, they usually work up at the school. Now, half yeah. of them be so content and, and, and comfortable. They're like, you know, what I got to lose? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, but I used to hate it, bro. Like, I used to hate, like, when they used to send me, oh, you need to go see the registrar. You need to go to, you know, here. You need to go talk to, you know, my advisor. Dan advisor well, never like in they, the office. Like it'd be like ping pong. You need to be bouncing around. And then Fort Valley again, a land grant institution. You have to walk from like the fucking business building all the way to CTM sometimes. And then you gotta walk back to troop building. Like nigga, that was like a four mile walk. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, you said the CTM building, dog. Like, that's man, a throwback man. right there. Let's hit this chime, <laughs> bro. Wait a minute. Did anybody touch me though? That's what we need to focus on. Did anybody touch me though? <laughs> Worry about that. <laughs> yeah, hey, y'all see what I'm talking about? Hey, the little, little man syndrome. Next time, man. <laughs> Susan Green, I will say, oh my gosh, I remember having to, like, like for one, they would never answer the phone. So I would have to, like, drive from Warner Robins to Fort Valley. And I would have to talk to my advisor. Like, they thought I was crazy because I would be calling. I would be emailing. Yeah. Like, I'm showing up to make sure my stuff was right. And it was always right, but I had to stay on them. Otherwise, I would have been like those other people sitting in there for hours and your stuff is just not together. It's horrible. I have no idea what the issue is, but it is always horrible like that. <laughs> but, but, you know, I will say this. I think, and, and this might, y'all might think, I'm like, hey, Mar, you're full of shit for saying this one. But it's like, I honestly think this that these financial aid some of these black schools really teach us how to deal with bad customer service and not kill no damn body like think about that like 
we've been dealing with bad customer service since 2004. We're kind of conditioned to that shit now. Yeah. Realistically, like, it, I, I, so I was like, that's a plus. It teaches you how to think and how to deal with, like, like you said, people who just don't want to deal deal with their life and stuff like that because, you know, you're 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 supposed to release my money. You know, this, yeah. this ain't nigga. This is, I'm getting this money to go to school to get a better myself, but you get it mad. Come ask you to do your damn job. Like, come on now. That's why right. I, I, I just mean, I, that, that's crazy. I, I just think, man, it, to me, and this is me. I, I just think they're not organized, and like literally, and, and I think some of them even not lack the knowledge of what they're really doing. Just to be real, yeah. there'll be so many mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, you know, this is you're supposed to know this stuff. You know, if 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 I'm supposed to be advising your kid and dealing with my money for school, like you know, I just you know, and that's not everywhere, but you know, I yeah, know yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, this is firsthand experience that we had, you know, at, at Fort Valley. You want to hit but, this chairman? But yeah, it, it, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you about to say before we hit it? No, I'll say I think that's just any that that's what. Although you know, Foundry is provided. I think Foundry is just across the board at all black colleges from just horror stories. Everybody do with these same problems, you know. And that's just yeah. that's just culturally kind of funny to me. But here we go, bro. If nothing in life teaches you patience, it's those financial aid lines because you know you can't like you want to go off, but you know that you need them to do their job. So therefore, you're good to go for school. So therefore, it's like, listen, like you're on the brink of like, should I cuss them out? You know what I'm saying? Or what? Because you don't know what to do. Uh, it killed me. And it, and it what hurt me the most was like, damn, it's our own people. It wasn't like it was someone of another race working in the office. And it was just like, damn, this is why people assume that black people have bad business. Because like, damn, just do your job, bro. So we all can move on. Yeah. I about to say... You can cuss them out if you want. Your paperwork will go to the bottom of the stack. <laughs> yeah, what? That stack? Bro, that stack was mighty damn high. <laughs> yeah, we dog. We'll uh, hit this next time, man. Yo, before I went to Fort Valley, mm -hmm. I was at Tuskegee University. <clears throat> and at the time, all the financial aid, all that stuff was in one building on the same floor. So they would make you wait in one line that was literally across the building. They'll make you wait in that line, and then it'll be like, oh, you need to go stand in that other line across the hallway. And I'm just like, wow, y'all can't make a phone call to that department over there and just tell them exactly. that? I got to go stand in that line for three hours, is what you're telling me after standing in this line for three hours. Now, switching over to Mercer, where I am now, for my master's, I don't have to do anything. They literally call me and be like, are your classes are registered? They'll send you an email and say, oh, your financial aid is done. Or if you need something, it's a simple click of a button. I'm just like, wow, I love my HBCU, but they got to do better. Yeah, like, I don't get it. It's like, why did it? I think they're just, like, fumbling with money. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the money management thing. And that's a whole other conversation with the funds and stuff with historical black colleges. But, no, absolutely. Like, like they just they bounce you around like, you know, damn uh, ping pong or tennis and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you only just—I literally had to walk across the walk across the damn hall and get this nigga to sign you, this, and I'm good. You know like, what it really is? They need to come up with better systems, dog. Just they, a lot of the way they do stuff is outdated. Like, there's yeah, no like, reason for us to be standing in line when a lot of things can be done electronically. But we are speaking back in like 2004, 2000, you know that that time frame. But like, yeah, it's. I don't know, bro. Like, I I never had an experience like that, and that's like even 
it's like motherfuckers the line be like the Popeyes lines. That like well, wrapped around. <laughs> niggas be waiting outside. I remember I walked the first damn time they were outside waiting, and but it's like yo, I've been here since like ten a.m. Oh my god, they used to be the, people don't understand the horror of just standing in line, just like 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 T. Hamp said, you just standing and just standing, and you know, two hours, two niggas move up, and then it, and it'd be like the same thing, and then half the time you get in there. It takes like five minutes, and they taste and shit like, "Oh, you need to go think see this nigga." It. No social media, no smartphones. Like you exactly. think about the time that 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 was. Like, it, I, I, I had a Nokia twenty. I had a Nokia twenty six ten, dog. So man, all I listen. had was Snake. <laughs> exactly. It, think about it. it wasn't no hey man shoot a text like that. That was the worst. Like there was no hey snap this do this you know send a text to find they ready for you. you had to yeah. walk. That's it. Fort Valley is a land grant institution, and you know, as beautiful as it is, it was like four miles apart from me saying walking. It wasn't like no inner city where, yeah. you know, you could take a butt. Nah, you, you walk and play, boy. Don't have no new shoes on, Fort Valley. I learned, learned nah, that. We had to, no, no. When we used to live off campus, you know, there was a, we stayed off these apartments across the street from campus, uh, the University Village. Shout out to UVs. Um, UVs. Man, walking from there to like the CTN building, dog. Like, do I really need to go to this class today, dog? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my walk, bro. I'm telling you, let's, let's, let's hit each other. I'm let's hit each other. I'm about to get. I'm about to get to the CTN. Yeah, I also think they just didn't have enough people working. Like maybe they needed. We needed way more financial aid counselors than we had. Yeah, they they did. They they honestly now thinking back to that, they didn't have enough people. They were severely no. understaffed. And then they had- bro, my first semester at Fort Valley, literally, bro, I went back and forth with the financial aid office for a whole month <laughs> about getting my fin- uh, my funds together. Literally, bro, I, it was it was probably the third week I was there. Man, I called my mom and I said, "Man, come get me. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> I want the opportunity." But I do not want to deal with this financial aid thing no more, bro. That was my very first experience there. That's but that, crazy. you know, that that's sad. That I mean, and, and, and shout out to you all, Wick. That that that's sad that someone dealt with that type of stuff. And your experience is supposed to be like, hey, I'm going to college. I'm bettering myself. I'm about to be educated. And the first thing you got to deal with is the runaround from niggas. That like, think about it. think about the traumatizment, <laughs> the trauma, excuse me, traumatizing. Uh, traumatized uh, you know, man. This fool. Yeah, traumatized man. That's the word, man. You heard it first on the Mayo Kush podcast. Traumatized man. <laughs> I was saying everything is so quick and so fast, and the service is so great. It's just crazy the difference. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, different age, different age. We we grew up in the Stone Age, apparently. <laughs> really, dog. Like. And like when you really think about that time frame, dog, like there was, like you said, there was no social media, it wasn't none of that, bro. Like, dog, no. I remember that was that was the period of time when my mom was just like, "Yo, don't use the phone until after nine o'clock." And when the minutes was free, <laughs> dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, now she would make sure, hey, don't use the phone until after. Nine. Dog, I was sitting there just waiting, like eight fifty nine. Yeah, as soon as it hit nine, dog, exactly, dog, like nine o'clock. I was caking, dog. Right, man, listen. <laughs> listen, my dad, I remember I was on my dad's plan. He called me. He was like, hey, nigga, who you calling at 11 o'clock at night? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got, I got destroyed. I was like, yeah. That happened to me one time. One time, I called. 
I about to say one time I called somebody. It was like eight fifty something, eight fifty seven, and I'm like, oh, I could eat these three minutes, and then you know nine o'clock hit, it'll be free. Man, I yeah. was on the phone for about two and a half hours, dog, not knowing that my call, the way they set it up, my call started at eight fifty seven, so it's not yeah. included to the on that on the after nine o'clock because I didn't make the call oh, before yeah. nine o'clock. Man, I got cussed out so bad, dog. My dad was like, no, you're going to bring that phone home. $300 for a cell phone. Like, he was going in, dog. I was like, yo, I'm tripping, dog. Listen, my people, you only experience that type of just that struggle at historically back college and universities. Like, we were out there struggling hard. But, hey, thank you for joining. This is the Scientist 9 and Con Diesel of the Mango Kush Podcast here live on Stereo App. We are burning NK right now about our historically back college and university, our war stories, our pros, and our cons. So anytime you want to chime in, give some experience that you had, feel free. Let's go ahead and hit these chime in. That is so true, um, Sam Stokes, because um, even at my my institution now, too, like um, when it comes to registration and stuff like that, like um, there was a time where I was like, so, um, yeah, so what if I can't pay by this date? Like, what what are my options? I said, am I going to be kicked out of my class? Because you know how Fort Valley was. You you ain't pay for your classes that, you know, when they would do, you pre, you'd be dropped and you got to go back to the registrar, do this, do that. It was just a headache. Yeah. But they were like, oh, no, we're not, we're not going to drop you out of your classes. Yeah, I mean, you you have until the end of the semester to pay. It's it's fine. <laughs> That's crazy. See, you, they was, they you, was real selfish with that money. The thing about that's on the, that's that's like that's that's the different thing about the mentality. And again, I love my my black college, but it's like they again we teach what we teach you like, hey man, yo, you better give my give my stuff up front, or hey, I can't help you out, you know stuff like that. It's like that that I hate to say it for lack of a better word, that's that nigga mentality. Like you know, now you don't get dropped. No, legally you cannot drop me from this class. You can put it on a bill, you know, in an invoice, and just charge me later on down the line. And with the stuff that, you know, Fort Valley did with their financial aid, I mean, that, that's a whole nother horse burger to eat on. But, you know, let's go ahead and get these chocolates. That damn horse burger, dog. Hey, I'm going to say shout out to anybody my listeners. Kofi Lamote. Shout out to real Kofi Lamote. Oh, not my boy Kofi. <laughs> when his real name like Stan, dog? <laughs> real name like Eric. <laughs> I mean, went to HBCU and changed his whole name, dog. <laughs> Just had to, I, had to, I had to make that quick shout-out. Let me hit the Man, Ms. Jones was my financial aid counselor. She already knew. She had my number saved when I called her. She'd be like, yes. She would say, yes, Ms. Legree, we got you. You good to go. I'm like, all right now. I want no problem now. You know, I'll come back up here. So she would always have myself together. Her and Mr. Cagnina, like they were tired of me. You hear me? Like they knew me, me and Raquel would be showing up or uh, when we were, you know, calling, emailing, whatever, because it was like, I- I'm not going through this. I'm not driving from, from Warner Robins every time a new class starts to sit here for hours. Like I-, I ain't got that kind of time. It's crazy. But the David, the David teacher, like, hey, I gotta, I got, why I gotta go check up on somebody? Like we we talked about earlier, someone should be doing the job. Like, why, why do I gotta come check up when you do your job? You know, you don't do it the other schools, unfortunately. No, you I'm know, laughing, but- bro. I'm laughing because of uh, Mr. Cagnia. When she said that name, that dude was the, he was cool as hell. He always used to get me right. But it's, it's, I swear, it just didn't feel like he fit Fort Valley. He was like this Italian with slick back hair, dog. Like, he just, man. he didn't feel like he fit, but he was cool as hell, though, man. Like, he said, man, like he said hey, that man. Man. he used to get me right. 
Man, that man like that dark meat, bro. That's why you know how them Italian, bro. He want that hey, spicy. Hey, you know what's funny? I remember, I remember like a handful of white people that actually did attend the school. Some played on the football team. It was like a white, you know, a couple white girls that attended. And I swear, dog, it was just like, it was just like the wolves came out. Dog. They saw them white girls. Like, that's a whole other conversation, though. Dog. No, but yeah, no, no. But you know, but think about hey, it. Is, hey, I know. No, go no, ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I, you know, yeah, I ain't gonna say, it, but yeah, it's just that Fort Valley, like I said, Cat Nitty, he didn't really fit in in the sense of just his appearance, but but that kind of goes back to like what we're exposed to. Like I said, I mean, there was only like a few a white mom, people. I, there was like one white guy, you know, in my class, and he was like this white skinny dude wear glasses. He was like in everybody's class. Like I think he like was just flowing around there like a damn hippie or some shit. But anyways, you know, there was. Yeah, there wasn't many white people. It was just it was just straight blacks. It was, I mean, yeah. granted, yes, it's a historically black college. I just but I always just... thought he was a mob boss, dog. Like he used to just as soon as he got out of work, crack that tie loose and go over to the Italian <laughs> spot, dog. <laughs> he probably was. He, he's probably calling he's probably calling niggas jigs and stuff to their face. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy. <laughs> Hit this chime Yo, in, could... bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, that was the whole MySpace era. No, yeah. no Facebook wasn't popping, no Twitter, no Instagram. It was solely MySpace. And I mean the beginning of MySpace. The whole music in the background set yeah. your whole profile pick up. Bro, I had, that I had the meanest song, dog, on my page. Dog, we used to have, like, top eight friends. Dog, yeah. that reminded me of uh, Crunk Friends. I don't know if anybody on here remembers Crunk Friends and Dag on Black Planet, dog. I know Man. you remember Black Planet, dog. But that goes that goes back to when I remember Fort Valley. I was in the the, uh, uh, the library, Hunt Library, where when Fort not Fort Valley, shit, what's it called? Facebook first came yeah. out, and it was just strictly for just college, college students. Yep. It was just strictly college. So I'm going to say that again. Facebook was just for college students, and it should have stayed that way. And it grew into the fucking monument that it is now. And it's just like I remember when Facebook first came out, and now I look at it, you know. But Facebook. Uh, yeah. Facebook is the Amazon of social media, bro. Yeah, hands down. Hands down. Hands like, down. Facebook and Amazon have a game sold up, though. We're going to hit this next uh, chime in. Gotcha. Talking about walking, Tuskegee had a whole valley in between where financial aid was and where you lived in your dorm rooms. It was crazy. Like, and don't get out of line. You be hungry. You got to call somebody, <laughs> like. Please bring Man. me something from the cab, because yeah. if I walk out of line, I'm I'm SOL. Like I'm gonna blow this bitch up. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, dead oh, ass. Are we, we, we gonna get? We gonna get to that cab part. We gonna get to that cab part. We just need time to get to that cab part. I got I got some stories for that. So I know that we're talking with our experience back in 2004, but I talked to a young lady. Um, in 2019 that goes to Howard and it's still the same long financial aid lines. Um, I just think that like the, the financial aid lines is kind of like a rites of passage to be at an HBCU. It's like kind of like pledging, like you have to go through the financial aid lines in order to make it to no. class or something. That, that, that's what I'm saying. I think I really do like it has to they be like hazing, conditioning. They are, they're hazing. Like, Man, it's, it's that, that's pleasure. Like, that's slavery. Like, no, you niggas gonna stay in this line and wait for this money. You know, it's like, what? Why am I waiting for the shit that the government's Man. gonna give me? That, that's my money. Like, I gotta pay it back. You niggas ain't paying it back. So why are you getting to about me? You know, listen, Man, I, listen, I'll eat that horse burger tonight. <laughs> I, I can add to what Susan just said about just, like, I know we're talking a little bit back then, 
And, you know, a lot has changed in 15 years uh, and probably with a lot of different campuses, HBCUs across, you know, the United States. But, um, like, I've been back – I had been back probably a couple years ago to Fort Valley and just to see, like, what it looks like now. And I'm like, damn, like, we didn't have none of this when I first stepped on campus, dog. Like, it was four – you know, four – it was it? Four or five raggedy dorms, <laughs> just being 100, a lot of land in the CTM building. <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, then, you know, I got the opportunity to, before I graduated, I moved back on campus for a semester and stayed in the university villas, you know. Yeah. Um, not the university villas, the um, commons, I'm sorry. And those were the, you know, the new dormitories. You know, I was the first person to stay, you know, you know in that particular room we had. And that was cool. Like, and that's when they started upgrading and putting restaurants and and making new student centers. And I, I we got to see the tail end of the, you know, at least of you know our HBCU being modernized yeah. and making it compete with other campuses across the um, the nation. So oh, yeah, um, I was absolutely. fortunate to be able to see the tail end of that. And like, even like when we when I've gone back to homecoming, like there's more re- like y'all. And when I say Fort Valley, literally had one stop sign. I mean, one stoplight and like a McDonald's and Harvey. Was, was that a Huddle House? It was Huddle House. That was it. And now you go back there. It, it seems like they, they they've opened up and added a variety of different restaurants. There's more than one grocery store. You know, it just you know I, I see the, the the evolution from you know from when we first got down there, and um, I I, I just I, I was actually hoping to get down there this year for homecoming, but. Of course, COVID was like, no, nah, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna sit y'all asses down. Um, like, but nah, I, I, I know next year is gonna be crazy because think about it, everybody's, you know, been kind of cooped up this year and you know haven't been able to get out as most as others. So I know next year is gonna be crazy. I know a lot of people are probably gonna go down to Fort Valley's homecoming next year. Yeah, if 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 if, if we ain't still chilling in the damn house, that is. Yeah, <clears throat> hopefully we have. But this time, no, she didn't bring up Cagnina. Cagnina, the Italian financial aid mob boss. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That's what Casey, he, he was on, the, the nigga. The nigga probably wore rings and shit with the damn, the like the fucking Aloha shirt with the damn, the fucking. Uh, uh, hey, he was tank cool. Top and the cigar. I know he. he cool. I knew he, he did that shit. Yo, Deshaun. Yo, Deshaun. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Next Cagnina, time. <laughs> There's nothing like the support that you get. From the staff, the students, the faculty, um, just people at the school, you know, at HBCUs, because I know I was drawling on some of the things I did, some of the assignments I turned in. And my professors would like pull me aside, like pretty much get your head in the game, you know. Yeah. So it's like at HBCU, it's kind of like some of them teachers and some of them financial aid people, how they be knowing your name and stuff like that. It, you feel a sense like they're really invested in your future and invested to see you do good, you know? So that's another plus about going to HBCU. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that was one of the top reasons that, you know, we said earlier that you, the, the uh, historically bad colleges and university, you know, whether good or bad, they do have more of a family unit, you know. Uh, how sometimes families don't always have, you know, everybody the everybody relating to one thing. It still is a family knit unit, and they do overall want to see their students, you know, be propelled in the world. Like I said, Miss Simmons, she, hey, she'll be there, you know, for you. Mr. Coley, hey, he, he'll be there for you, you know. And then, and that's even the teachers, you know, 
like for example, I, I, I don't want to take up too much time before we get to the next time, but uh, I wasn't supposed to graduate when I was supposed to graduate. Uh, Dr. Aurora, I was taking physics. Like literally, I had I made a hundred and ten on a final. Even with that final grade, I still would have got a D in the class. You know that man gave me a C and passed me just because you knew I would bust my ass for that class. They would not have done that in any other Bro, school. So that's do you not realize like, you realize you were taking crackhead hours too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was taking twenty three hours. I was taking twenty three hours. hours. My senior year, twenty three hours. You know, stacking on, trying to graduate, and I was officially here, officially online. You know, studying for a final, a final set, come back from set like that jump was hell. Like you will never experience that at any other school other than a black school, and that I, I will never, never regret that. Never. Let's hit this child. Hey, hey, yeah, look that. here, Mr. K. Nina will take care of you, man. He's still there to this day. He is still there at Fort Valley, and that man hanging in there, chilling, Cagnia. Hey, hey, I want to add into what Lady Bird said about just the support. And I know, like, even in, in my, um, you know, my field, I was a mass comm major. But, and I still show love to him this day. We chop it up. Was uh, 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 Justice York, Dr. Well, we called him Dr. York. It was Mr. York. And, man, Mr. York was cool as hell, dog. He used to call you on your shit, too. And um, we needed that. And, you know, we did We had a good balance of, uh, we, we fooling around, but... It, we also, you know, have a good balance of, hey, all right, motherfucker, it's time to get this shit done. Like, you're playing. Oh, like yeah, that. absolutely, absolutely. Like that, and then Dr. Lee, man, Dr. Lee used to trash all my papers, dog. Like, I used to be, <laughs> I used to just didn't want to show her. I'd be like, it's right. <laughs> like, she, dog, you, she whip out that pen, dog, and starts performing surgery on my shit. I'm like, man, I'm going to be up all night working on this shit, man. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, but this, it's the port, though. That's stuff that we need. Um, We need somebody to dissect and, and let us know what we're not doing right and, and, and how to be proficient in, in what we're learning. So the support is definitely one hundred for me, bro. But yeah, but that's but that's why I said that that a quarter of all the STEM here who you're saying, that's why I said a quarter of all the STEM majors graduate from uh black major African American majors all graduate from uh, uh historically black college and university because again, every even though college are different, maybe different and stuff, we might have our rivals like Albany State. There's still everybody has a centralized mindset that hey, I'm gonna make sure I take care of you because we're all one family. We're in this together. Great, yeah. you, you get you have a few you have a few dirt bags, you know. Oh yeah, you, you do. There's some dirt bags you know. to be at, at the damn parties with the kids. <laughs> Man, look, yeah, you you have a few dirt bags out there. Hey, shout you know, shout that. out your boy Officer Bryant, dog. Let's see that let's see the next shot <laughs> on that one, on that note. Yeah. <clears throat> Cagney to work for damn Al Capone, boy. He was out yeah. there getting it in. Bro, that man For was sure. too smooth. Everybody had them, them, them suede shoes and that slick I'm back. I'm telling you, he had that slick back, and I, I want to swear he had on, like, some musk or something. You know what I'm saying? That, that, <laughs> that, that, that strong aftershave, dog. Group for men, man. Next time, man, bro. I uh, do remember the crunk friends and all of that, but if you remember, um, Facebook came out while we were in school, and I do remember being in the uh, library that day watching CNN and some for some reason CNN was on the TV and I was in there doing something else I'm not gonna lie and act like I was actually watching it but then I remember it coming across the screen they were talking about Facebook and they were interviewing uh Zuckerberg or whatever like that and I remember going in there and signing up and it like you said Marvin it was just for uh just for the college students and man when they hit that campus bruh come on bruh when for, when Facebook hit that campus 
but, but you know, it's crazy. It, it's crazy enough, though. Like you said, we we seen the evolution of social media. Like when I, Fort Valley has taught me everything, or in the sense about social media, because I didn't see the rise when Facebook was nothing. You remember? I remember when YouTube was nothing more just putting videos on a website. That's all yep. YouTube was. Now look at YouTube. Yeah, we have a YouTube channel now and all this type of stuff. And then look at uh, um, well, Instagram also was kind of like in the later down the line, but like Facebook. YouTube, Google, all that type of stuff. I mean, hey, we saw technology shift. We saw black men getting off. You know, it, it, it shifted. You know, it, we it, saw it a lot, a lot of change, bro. Like we, we did. We, we did. I remember. Was, I remember this one time, man. I was, I was, I tried to flex on him real hard. I upgraded my Nokia. We talking about technology. I remember I got that Sidekick ID, bro. So I used to just walk by Josie Hall and just flip my shit open, dog. Yeah, yeah, I know what it is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> shit was great. Yeah. When, when people had them sidekicks, well, you can't tell me. Man, nothing. listen, bro. Listen, we, that that we're, we're gonna get to that. I gotta get to that one thing. Let's hit these last two chimes. I, I got a, I got a funny time. Yeah, definitely, Lady um, Bird Brown. Because I will definitely say that um, just the mentorship that I received from my professors, you know, pushing me to go over and beyond and to present at conferences and to do certain research and, you know, I mean, they really, really invested a lot of time into me, which kind of helped me become, um, you know, the professional counselor that I am today. So I, I really appreciate that. Again, like I said, you're only going to get that nice, good, beautiful, authentic type of support at a historically black college university because they take care of you and they want to see you all prosper. Let's get this last chime. Hamp 1906. I remember that too. Like Facebook. I remember they like we were one of I want to say one of the first HBCUs to come on. I think it was like Spellman and Morehouse were like the official first. And like the, the other ones, uh, Morris Brown and Clark. And then like Fort Valley, like all of a sudden we got on. I remember having to do a paper and going to the um, going to the the, um, the library in the computer room and everybody was on Facebook. I was ready to come through like Jesus turning over tables in the market. Like, come on guys. Like we, people got real work to do. Everybody was on Facebook and I was so pissed off, but I remember that. So yeah. Um, Hamp 1906. Yeah. Like, no, bro, I used to spend, I used to spend a lot of time in, in that library room. Bro. No, fuck that library. Dog, that damn computer lab only computers work and there was 30 computers in there dog. Like, y'all already know dog. so like, i used to hate it bro like not only would people be on there doing shit you know not doing work but i used to hate it dog we used to walk in there and used to go hey i'm about to kill it all these computers yeah. open you get on the first one. Oh, damn <laughs> this one ain't working you rotate to the next one damn this one ain't working worse. either dog like, i'm just like man, i could just stay down to the dorm room man and, <laughs> it could be the worst and we had them old laptops you try to hit up to the wi-fi the wi-fi was horrible oh my you know God. listen y'all y'all don't understand the travesty that we had to go through but one thing one thing i will say that was actually pretty good about fort valley at the time was that damn cab everybody know jamming the cab oh, from my man. fort valley listeners my wild hey, fort valley we had I used that to I used to do jamming. We used to do jamming in the cab, man. Man, listen, that that I used to love that. Like one thing I will say, realistically, the best thing of Fort Valley's food, uh, it had to be the breakfast because that lunch, 
and that dinner. No, see, lunch and dinner on the weekends was horrible. Like they used to feed niggas like slaves. Like you used to get, you used to get, used to get porridge, like, turkey with some gravy, some mashed potatoes, and peas and corn. You know, like, who the hell eating this? No, it used to get worse when you got towards the end of a semester, dog. When you just be like, oh y'all just back there throwing <laughs> shit together, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas got that give me It's like, oh my God, these man, that breakfast was good, but like one but there's, only, there's always one thing I can count on in the cab. The, the pizza was normally busting. So you were ever oh, yeah. like pizza dying hungry. Yeah. Pizza's pizza was good. good. And then, you know, Janet in the cab. Um, you know, we had we had that rocking and then um adding the fried chicken, the fried chicken Wednesdays. Like I know that sounds crazy as hell to say, but like that fried chicken on Wednesdays, dog. Dog, you be people be people that's off campus find a way to get in the cab, dog. Like that. But, but that's nothing. The too. lady at the front used to let them go, dog. I forgot. And, and that's and that's a, that's a funny thing. You say that, like, remember how we? And, and again, this is the only experience at a black school. You know, whether good or bad, the funny it may be. Remember how, like, the first week it was like they were like, well, everybody had a meal plan. Oh man, yo, my meal, my meal plan. Messed up, my ID messed up. Yeah, they just let you in. Right, <laughs> were eating good for about a good three weeks when we left our camp. It's like, man, I'm gonna go ahead and get this meal plan. And after that, when they shut down, the car started working. <laughs> nah, buddy, you're gonna man, be eating listen, what you bought. And, uh, so early, you know, shit, 2004, 2005, and I know some of y'all on on, on or listening now. I know y'all remember the grill. Like when you didn't want to go to the cab, you used to go to the grill, dog. And the grill was in the student center, and they used to just have like these little quick meals, whether it be like some wings, some burgers. The grill used to used to hit, dog. It really did, dog. Like how, man, like when the cab was garbage, we used to look. What's on the menu today? Hell no, fuck that. I'm going to the grill, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, the grill. The grill there, they folks, aunties and uncles are back there whipping it up, dog. Man, but you only get that at a black school. You only get that authentic yeah. cooking at a black school, man. Listen, that 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 food that I mean that food had some good times, but but man, listen, them bad times. But no, I would say this before we get these chimes. I know you remember that fat dude. He became like a, a security guard down there too. But it's like he was like the, always like the uh okay, you had the pizza at the end, you had like yeah. the little griddle part, the little grill part in the middle, then you had like the table with the sandwiches, then you had like the the hot meal, cold meal area. And there's yeah, always that yeah. fat dude, you know what I'm saying? Dog, that had to be the slowest nigga in the the slowest nah, shit. He was in the stingy, world. dog. Like, bro, I used to walk by with my tray. Bro, listen, it was like he would look around. But he would look around. Don't give me a drum. No, no, no. This nigga would look around, like literally hold the plate, look around, and be like, You want some chips? And it's like, dude, to give my plate, I've been waiting in line the last five minutes for my food. It's like, he, yeah. I don't know what he must be doing. Man, listen. Yeah, but what I, I, what I was saying, like, we used to get, like, get the chicken, get in the line. And the lady, she used to look, oh, he used to look at me, too. They used to rotate. And I'd be like, y'all going to yeah. give me this little-ass wing? Like, y'all, y'all playing? And by the time <laughs> I get back in line, everything's going to be gone. Like, I'm like, yo, go ahead and hook me up with a, with a thigh or brush. Y'all playing right now, dog. <laughs> like, Man, go ahead, man. You have to get back in line. Well, shit, can I at least get two drums? <laughs> but, but, but you know the, the you know the craziest part about it though. I with the cab, like I know we made a joke about it. Then before we get this chime, man, uh, for my listeners listening, especially the fellas, you know this, and we saw it on the meme. The most disloyal thing you can do to any of your peoples is go to the cab 
and be like, oh, we already went, fam. Like, what was this? Like, hey, y'all didn't hit the calf? Nah, fam, we already went. What? T-Him 09 was a legend. We were like, heck, yeah, everybody's ready to eat. You know, you know, get your crew together. Go eat dinner. And it's always that one person. Nah, man, we already went. What? Like, this is how you living, dog? Like, he was a about eating, eating the calf by yourself was the worst. It's like you're like a damn outcast. You ate by yourself. I don't know. Like, there was one weird dude. He had like a, I think you might remember, he had like a half afro and like a bun, but like a little ass rat tail. And he used to like always wear these weird ass shirts. And he used to like eat like a prisoner. Like, I don't know. Like, he, he used to be like a, a weirdo or some shit, right? But Eating the calf, like if you got to the calf late, you would have nowhere to sit. You know what I'm saying? You'd be eating standing up half a damn time. If you didn't know no damn body, it'd be weird to go sit with somebody you didn't fucking know. You know, that shit was getting scraps. Listen, that used to be the worst, man. Like it, it was almost like some, hey man, you come in last, you know what I'm saying? You ain't getting you, you hey, too bad. But let's get this chime in though. My favorite class in college was physical education. When we used to play football and I was in the shower room and they'd play with my balls flip. Ah right, man, shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> play, I thought he was saying something for real, dog. This guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, mother, motherfucker. <laughs> he was oh, shit like his balls played with. Go on. Bro, fried chicken Wednesdays. Those were one of those days if you got out of class and your friends left you and they already went fried chicken Wednesdays and left you. <laughs> And you asking you like, hey man, y'all don't went to Cal? And they like, yeah man, we already don't went. But it's it's a hurt face. But you feel betrayed. You feel like they just cross your loyalty or something. What? This you and the hey, niggas. You usually end up saying fucking and going across the street to the R and R to get some chips. The gas station friend. like. So Fort Valley mm. is surrounded by you know it has a gate around the school and it, it really is the gate. And then, and then you have like the neighborhood. It's usually Gano back there. And you have the, you know, the little R and R gas station right there. And man, we used to go in there and get chips. We used to go in there and get what is it, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty? Oh my god! To, like no. that was the spot. Like you, I'm telling you, like if you didn't want to eat in the calf or, or if they had something sorry at the grill too, yeah, let's just go to R and R and get some, you know, some chips. Like had no type of meal plan. You just eating chips, dog. Chips, Mad Dog, Twenty Twenty, Black and Mild, Mm-mm-mm. Black College Experience. Let's hit this last chime in. Man, jamming in the calf. I yes. ain't jamming in the calf because right after that it was like, where y'all going? Spruce Street. Yes. Nick, what? Oh, Spruce. Listen, Sam, my listeners, they head off with Twenty, and then listen, it's signed as Nana Condies. We about to burn it and came on this Spruce Street. Spruce Street. I'm surprised that we are still living out of some of the shit that went on Spruce Street alone. And, like, and just to add, give them some context. So Spruce Street is literally uh, like a, uh, what was that, a resident? I mean, not a resident, a community gym. A gym. Yeah, yeah kind of like in, in the middle of town, um, you know, that that uh, that got often rented out, you know, for, for you know, for frats throwing parties, people throwing parties. So that's, that's what that is. So it's, it's literally a community, a hot community gym. Listen, we probated in Spruce Street. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the whole crazy like we they turned a gym into a nightclub. That is the black college experience. They turned yeah. gyms into full-fledged nightclubs. You're getting pat down by security. You're in there drinking. 
You know, I mean, I don't know how many times they pepper sprayed the motherfucker when we've been in there. I mean, like, not I only I'm that, though, like, Mom, that it was like Coachella in there, dog. No, no cap, yeah. I mean, I think I'm lying. Like it was so many people in there, and you used to be shoulder to shoulder. I mean, I mean, we've had performances. I think who who, who was that? I know was Jeezy there. Jeezy performed there. Jeezy one time. was there. Uh, damn. Uh, the, the nigga said, "Get silly, Vic." He was damn there. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, oh, who else? It was a bunch of other people came there. No, I know the Cadillac Boys went to Damn Money's, which is another damn place. Like I said, we'll go ahead and get this one. There were three places in Fort Valley. And again, I know any black school because I talked to a few of my other friends that went there. There's always that one or two or three spots that are within the surrounding areas that pretty much all the black students go and party at. Ours in Fort Valley was Spruce Street, was Camp John Hope. And was OA Lounge, right? If you know, the you hear that. OA Lounge. They don't understand what OA Lounge is a restaurant. A restaurant they turned to like all the stuff they did in Atlanta. No, we were doing that back down in 2004 in Fort Valley. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And it was like one of them old soul food restaurants that they turned to a party place. That's crazy, man. They don't understand. Yeah, man. They, they don't understand we went to this. And, and then you had to hit Sky, hit Sky Beverage before you, before you do that. And they didn't check your IDs in there, which is crazy <laughs> to even say, dog. Like, they like, hey, man, we just trying to make some money, dog. Like, but, but think about it, though. Why are they doing that around our black schools, around our black students who are ready to party and stuff? Because like, like, they man, know. But they do that at white schools, too, though. Well, they do, but, but I mean, think about it. I did, bro. I, before you chime in, I didn't start partying. Like I said, I didn't meet y'all until two thousand five. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I, shout out to the historical back. You want to hear some funny shit before yeah. you dive in there? We used What's to. Up? We I used to flame your ass. I'm like, why is this big nigga always around them? You know, I, was, I didn't know who you were. I didn't know those were your sisters. Why is this nigga always find one now? Like, we <laughs> we used to flame your ass, man. But it was all love, though, man. Yeah, I'm sure. I just, this, yeah, this is my first time hearing that shit. Man, we know. You know about that. Let's hit this. No, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just stop. I'll just stop. <laughs> but no, nah, not that, 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 that. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Here's the next. Don't shot. forget Camp John too. Okay, yep. you used to go down in Camp John. Camp oh, John yeah. host got... swamp party. I mean, Listen, phone the, party. The, the, the phone parties. Like yeah. I, I experienced. Like I said, I never had any type of experience with a phone party until that damn Sigma phone party at Camp John Hope. And I yep. think that had to be one of my best party experiences ever. And the funny thing about it, me and my line were snuck in. We had to pay a damn dime. We went through the window. We was like, man, put yep. that bitch over here. We jumped that, <laughs> jumped through it and went party all damn night. You know what's funny? I remember at Camp John Hope, I remember that phone party, dog. Like, I was messed up for like a good three days, dog. Like, felt like I had <laughs> eczema. I'm like, what the hell did y'all have in this, that phone, dog? Like, I felt like an eczema. Cheap ass. So my eyes was burning, dog. Like I said, I ain't, I'm, I'm good. Your clothes, your clothes were bleached. Like, think about that. We were so ready to party. Again, there's nothing like a historically black college university party outside of them frat and them, them fraternity and sorority parties. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was just a different level. Like, going, okay, for example, going to a white school. And I've seen this. When you're like in a black fraternity story at a white school, it, it's not the same. It's like you're, you're, I hate to say you're almost like an unknown, unless you're amongst a black student. But going to like a fraternity or sorority at a black school, it's like you're like one of the, the celebrities of the school. He, he, granted, there are a few lame motherfuckers amongst it, but you're like a whole different celebrity because that much emphasis is placed on Greek organizations at a historically black college university, you know? And it's, it's almost crazy, like, the mindset that comes with that you know it, i mean that's a whole nother we'll, we'll get into that but that, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother mindset you know what i'm saying with the with the whole black fraternity and sorority and deal yes, but sir. let's go ahead and hit this chime in though bruh 
Man, what you say? It was so hot in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was hot. Hey, hey, quick. I, I knew it was super hot in there. This, my boy on the line, T Hemp 009. Funniest thing ever. That man had, had a little much too, had a little too much to drink. And whatever else he was on that night, I'll never forget my boy. My boy was sitting Indian style in the middle of the floor, still partying, dog. <laughs> Just rocking, dog. Like, I'm like, oh, this is for real, dog. Like my my boy couldn't do it. Like, dog, imagine you at a party and somebody just sitting Indian style, <laughs> but still going, dog. They're like, oh no, nah, this ain't this ain't over with. I don't no, get it. Have people like that? Yeah. But you know, nasty thing about those truths like that one bathroom, the two bathrooms down at the bottom of the gym where everybody Man, had to use them, like. You have to basically like block the door so nobody can see you. Oh, it, oh my god! Like niggas should be pissing all on the floor and oh so, my god! Was it so Spruce Street, man? There, some nasty shit happened there too. Like you remember uh, the the time when uh, old girl was you know having sex. Oh no, that was Ken John Hope. That, that was Ken John in front of everybody, dog. Like literally somebody. And this is like pre-social. Like imagine if we had social media during that time, dog. Like all the stuff that we saw. But um, somebody took a picture. Man, that picture went around. Dog, I think she um she unrolled at the school like the next day. Dog, like within the week, man, she was gone. Dog, I was like, y'all out here living fast. <laughs> man, I was like, get terrible. it at the party, dog. You can't wait to get back to the house to the to, that's to, terrible, to the boy. spot. But that's a different. That's a different type of. That's a different generation that started to come around that time when that happened. I was after. I was like oh nine or something like that happened. But let, let's get this next chime in. And Camp John was a was a church yeah. gym, I believe. It and was? it was some yes. disgusting wrong things that went down in there. Yes. Well, it, it was, that, that was, a, it that was, was a, a church gym. It was a church gym. Oh my goodness. We defiled that place. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's that is so bad. <laughs> hey man, I'm I'm gonna I wanna put something on your mind. I know something, man. I these are probably one of the greatest one of the greatest experiences that you can have at HBCU and one of the greatest experiences that I've had sober and drunk but we're going to talk about some homecoming bro man homecoming man, man, nothing man. like a black HBCU homecoming nothing nothing Keep like this la- la- just last time in before we go in it I remember my first time uh going to Spruce Street I thought I was cute man and uh we had came, cause we, we didn't know, me and my friends came, we didn't know <laughs> that you should wear flats. We came there with heels on. We was all overdressed. <laughs> yeah, it's just stupid. But, yeah, we definitely should have wore flats. <laughs> hey, could, hey, couldn't tell y'all nothing. Couldn't tell hey, y'all hey, nothing. Hey, hey. No, man, you come to Spruce Street, you know, there too many fights. And that even goes in the homecoming. Like you said, we're going to homecoming. Hey, uh, and just to add the Spruce, I remember this is one time, and I don't know why she just said uh, just it triggered I remember, you know, me, you, and the fellas taking, you know, double shots of Everclear before we went to Spruce Street. I think that was probably the the, the most – no, I wasn't the most drunk I've been, but that night was such a blur, but it was so fun at the same time, man. Like, <laughs> But you got to think about it. Like, that, you're only going to get that at a black college because – I mean, you, you did white college, too, but it's like – that unity in the bond, because again, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know y'all from there, because I had no damn friends that first damn time. But yeah, just that 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 was a good time. But again, that all came around during uh, homecoming, like like you said earlier. There yeah. is nothing, and anybody can argue me. I'll argue somebody down to the last bottom 
pit of hell on this one. There is nothing like a historically backed college university homecoming. You will never get it anywhere else like no other, and every single one is unique to itself. I promise you, the only reason I know this is because I dealt with it because my parents went to Central State University. We were going to homecoming as kids, and it was almost like a big family reunion. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was like during that, and it's during football season. So you already know the, the, the time of the year, the uh, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not too hot, not too cold. You know, you can put on your winter gear, whatnot. Uh, and it's like homecoming is like everybody was there. You know, hey, you that, remember your boy? You remember your boy, Tom? Tom! 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 He's the hype boy. But, but you know, but one aspect of homecoming uh, in Black Hawk, but I will say this, and this is this is a historical fact, even though it hasn't been theor- uh, uh, you know, proven on paper. Go to any Black college homecoming, and who is the most important piece of that game? Hands down, it is going to be the band. No one really comes for the game to listen. Everybody comes for that halftime show with the band and, and, the, and, the, and the homecoming band, and what are they playing? You know what I'm saying? That was like always, man, when the band performed, when the band performing. You know, and, and that's crazy. You know, that, that that's like the craziest thing. Like people used to come just to see the band play. play yeah. You know, and, and, and mm. it was crazy. I can add like my very first homecoming experience, like, bro, like it was I never I had never seen anything. And my, and crazy, my parents went to HBC, my parents went to Norfolk State, but I don't know. I might have been young, but I don't remember going to um HBC, I mean to homecoming. But my first homecoming experience was so dope, man. And that's when I, I saw the strip. You saw all these vendors. Out here. You saw all these people coming from, you know, other universities. You had people just coming down from Atlanta. Like, just so many people up in one area. And it's just like, damn, all these people at my school, this thing is about to be lit tonight. Like, and not only that, man, you know, just, you know, the, the festivities, the game, the party, the band, like. It was just like one of the greatest experiences I had my very first year because it was just like it was so new to me. It set the bar so high for you know when I go to homecoming. That my very first one at Fort Valley State, and yeah, obviously man. as the years going on, I'm like, damn, this shit ain't the same, man. Like it ain't, yeah, it, it ain't. But that that was oh four, yeah, the oh that oh four homecoming because this is I still remember it. We'll hit the chime after this after this statement. Uh, Brian, our RA. I was in a uh, Pleasure Palace one at the damn time, and uh, I still remember hey, he came out. You, he was like, "You gotta oh, give him the like, names. This give is this the, the dopest. This this the dopest. This is the dopest one time of the year. Like you know, if you ever need some food or you want to just chill, people go out to the the uh, where the new gym was. They're out there tailgating. I remember that yeah. Sunday night after the gospel concert, everybody was already out there tailgating the entire week. It wasn't just no Saturday tailgate. Niggas tailgated the entire. Week RVs out there, people passing Bro, out. People food. weren't even going to class, yeah. dog. You know exactly. The teacher was like, teacher was like, "Hey, listen, teacher, when you're going to class, like, listen, I, I ain't doing. Uh, I'm not doing having class today. Or come and just sign, come and just sign your, uh, sign your name on the roll, stuff like that. That that used to happen to me because homecoming in a black college, that is a time of celebration because the people who have graduated and have made something on themselves, hopefully. Yeah. You know, are coming back and we're celebrating all together. Like, hey, we're just a, one big family. That's that's what homecoming's about at a that, black hey, college. That, and them old heads, them old heads coming back, dog. <laughs> them oh, old yeah. heads be trying to get at the uh, get at the girls on campus. Yeah, you you got plenty of predators like that. But that that's but but again, like I said, that homecoming in in the strip, 
the strip by itself, again, like my my uh for my listeners again, thank you for tuning in. It's Scientist Nine and Kind Diesel of the Mango Kush Podcast live here on Stereo App. We are burning in K right now about historically back colleges and universities, given our experiences, good and bad in the overall positive light. So uh with homecoming, like I said, oh four, I basically I you know I was my homecoming oh four? I was in line down at uh um what what's the mall in in in, in uh Warner Robins called Center uh, Center Centerville Mall. I was at Centerville Mall waiting in line to get Halo 2. My homecoming yeah. wasted. I wasted my freshman homecoming. That was the homecoming. first coming. Huh? That was your freshman homecoming? That was my freshman homecoming. I wasted my freshman homecoming to stand in line and get a damn video game. Crazy enough. That that, that was crazy, but that's why I was like in my little hermit stage, you know, like I was scared of black people still. Again, like, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was terrified of you all. Like, you all were foreign to me. I, 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 I was like, I need, I need to be around some white people. You know, I, I had that mentality. But I met y'all sophomore year. And like I said, between that and a little bit of alcohol, shout out to Maurice White, Mo, who, uh, you know, hooked me up with them. Like I said, I met you. Because I actually dapped you up one time in my, my freshman year. Uh, I, remember, I remember talking to you, dapping you up. I remember, you know, just shooting dudes at T. And remember Tron AA, but I didn't really meet y'all until 2005, you know. Yeah, snowstorm. Hey, man. But no, I didn't even, <laughs> yeah, well, that, that Hurricane Katrina. That, but we'll, we'll get into that. that that's, 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 that's a good topic right there. We'll get into this next time. Homecoming, bro? Listen, I think I done died a couple times at homecoming and came back. And I know yeah. y'all, I know damn well. You and Marvin both know one particular homecoming about me. I was the fuck out of here. I don't know what the fuck I was. But I was yeah. fucked up though. Let me tell you about my boy, my boy Red Clay the Great. Man, this <laughs> man, this man had an amazing homecoming. I like I I don't I don't man, you guys were, you know, y'all were out on the strip, y'all were drinking. Man, and I'm just really cutting a long story show. You know, he's out drinking, came back, got back to you know to the apartment, and we we're like, hey, yeah, you good, you good? And he we we knew he wasn't good. <laughs> That man went in the room. He locked the door, and he was in there early. In <laughs> his in his drawers and some felines. In <laughs> some drawers and some felines. Like we literally had to pop the lock. We had to pop the lock to you know his door just to make sure he was good. The big pile of throw up by the bed, throw up on his chest. Like dog. Like I, I pray. I swear to you, bro. If social media was around, boy, you would have fought me, dog. You <laughs> I would have made memes, gifs. Like you would have ever lived that down. But man, listen, we tapped him. That man moved. He shrugged his shoulders, and then we. And then I was like, "Hey, man, you need to lay on your side, you know, just in case." Because I'm not <laughs> you, you going over there. Nigga, dog. You try to roll nigga Hell over. No, no, throw up everywhere, dog. I'm like, oh. man, yeah, my man was in some draws. And the red skin colorway felines, dog. <laughs> never never forget it, dog. And a do rag on. He had dreads. He had a do rag on. I was like, my boy had a good homecoming, dog. He had a good yeah, that homecoming. Man, hey, you only get that experience at a black homecoming, bro. You only get that at a black homecoming, bro. Look at this shy man. Man, the Q house on Friday night during homecoming. Don't even think about driving down Carver Drive for what? What are you thinking? Oh yeah, listen that that whole little even uh that whole Q week. I mean, not Q week. I was like my homecoming with the bros. Like I said, even before I became uh Q, it was just 
it was different. You know, we had the whole street packed out. We had, you know, just the 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 whole aura was just different. When homecoming came around, hey, Q week, Friday, Saturday, we knew what time it was. And like I said, we had like the old heads of bros come back. It's just like it's literally like homecoming. Like, hey man, you came home. What's good? How you been? You know what I'm saying? Let's go relax. Let's go party. Let's go drink. You know what I'm saying? Tailgate tomorrow. You know, it, it, it was it was that vibe. You only get that at a black homecoming, like that sense of familia. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but like I said, but like party wise, oh, I think, it, and this even goes to our junior year because we that's when we stayed in UB. Shout out to any of my listeners who went to Fort Valley State University. I know you had that place experience called the University of Villa. So, anyways, with UVs, we stayed there. Mind you, this is when we first moved out the campus because we were living on campus uh, in Moore Hall. You know, for two yeah. years, like, hey, let's move off campus. You know, we we can we 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 grown. We are own men. You know, so I had, I had no key at that time, a little brick phone. You know, we got the refund checks, and I could say you for the, my listeners came in um, that chimed in earlier. You know, you really had that support from your uh, from your uh, uh, people, faculty, and staff on campus, right? If you're staying living on the dorms, you know, they kind of you know tell you to wake up, go to class, do this. When you live by yourself, you don't have that same luxury. Nope. You got to discipline yourself. So we were fresh. How old were we moved there? We were like what nineteen or yeah, twenty? Yeah, probably like around that. that nineteen twenty. That was oh seven, oh six, oh six, oh seven. So we were, fall, no fall of oh six. Yeah, it was fall oh yeah. six. So we were like what nineteen at the time. You know, we were basically living uh, uh, bachelors. It, it was four of us. You know, in the room. I mean, and we had our own individual room. It was apartment style, even though they were cheap. Uh, didn't nobody really teach us how to do like grocery shopping and stuff like that. You know, we're at, we were buying, you know, going to the store at Harvey's. And mind you, the black at, at the time, the community only had one grocery store, Harvey's, <laughs> you know, and, it, and that's all, we, unless you drove to Perry, which was like 10 miles out, you didn't have no car, you were done, you know, because there was nothing around. Like, that used to be the worst. If you did not have a car at Fort Valley, thank God, you know, <laughs> me, my older sister, my older, me, my older sister, my twin sister, we had a car. Bro, without anything without a car for about you had a bummer ride everywhere. Mm-hmm. It ain't like a hey, shout out to my boy Hamp and shout out my boy AA. Oh man, yeah. what? Hey, they had the Legends. car. Nah, my boy, my boy Hamp had the red. Uh, he had a red. I want to say it was Ford a Bronco. Explorer. Was it an Explorer or a Bronco? Was, I think it was Red Ford Explorer. Man, that that hey, my boy was so clutch, dog. Man, hey, I appreciate you, bro. Because if not, well, we would have been up Shit's Creek, man. And then AA, he had the Mazda 626. And he used to let me ride that bad boy to work, man. Those are my brothers, man. Like, exactly. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I, I absolutely. Like I said, that, that you, get, you get that experience. Like I said, you meet some of your best friends. You make, meet some of your loved ones. You know, met my wife at Fort Valley, all that stuff. You know, uh, family there. So there was a, that, that, that historically black college university, it, it's, it's a different type of celebration. Even when you go to graduation, right? Now, luckily, I grad. Like I said, I luckily graduated on time. Other than taking crackhead, I mean, taking hours like a damn ADD crackhead. When I graduated, we crawled. Literally, I crossed two weeks before I graduated. Mind you, at the same token, I told you I was supposed to uh, basically get a D in physics, but he passed me. You know what I'm saying? And we just crossed, and I knew I was graduating. That was a whole different type of celebration, right? Yeah. And it's just like at a black school graduation. Like homecoming is a celebration. It's like people are cheering and jeering. They get the band involved. They got people singing and stuff like that. Like, for example, 
what we did is uh uh mind you we were fresh cues uh when we graduated, we 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 cut out like the cubes, you know, the omega sign. Put on, I put one on top of my head, uh, my uh, hat, whatever we call it. We uh, one of my elbies that uh, wore his uh, gold boots down the line. When our name was called and we took our picture or whatnot, we literally went down the line and hopped the entire line down. There was one of my pro fights. He was right in front of me. We were back to back, literally doing a whole hop show in the middle of graduation, and people were just cheering and jeering. Yeah. We were just like, man, listen, we're celebrating. We're happy. Like, this is something we did for our ancestors. Like, we graduated. This is something that they fought for. This is their land, and we got educated. So you got to celebrate that type of stuff, you know. And I'm not saying people don't do that, predominantly white institutions or other institutions, but ain't nothing like a black graduate, a black college graduation, just like there ain't nothing like a black homecoming. Yeah. I agree with like that, bro. That. I remember that, John, when you guys were going up that line. Going up there, ah, dog. That was, hey, those are like, those are moments that you'll never forget in your life, bro. Absolutely, never forget it, never, ever, ever. And it's like, you know, and, and it's like it's acceptable, you know, that you can cheer and jeer, and even at a, you know, full game. Like I said, it's just parties. But uh, but All going right. back to that, go ahead. I, I I got one for you, and and this is because I wanted to share this. What is the weirdest thing that you that you've seen at, at your at your HBCU? So, and I know you're going to do this. If, if, if Hamp is still online, uh, this is the weirdest thing I've seen. And this I understand, you know, being around, of course, around people. We were, uh, you know, we were just chilling at night. I think we were uh, out drinking. and we, we we smoked a little bit. I think we were walking back from um, around the Alpha House or whatnot. Anyways, we come that long street where the, the UVs were at over by Walker Apartments. And we seen this dude on a bike. Oh. With, one, with one hand. And this MF had a armchair on the top of his head riding a bike with one <laughs> hand and holding the armchair with the other. Riding balance. Balance now. It wasn't he wasn't teething, wasn't it? He was balancing. We were walking. He drove he rode past us. And me, you and him, and then I think might have been a, I forgot who else was out there with us. We all looked at each other like like, hold on, we just didn't see this shit. That dude like, was an OG. That man was riding <laughs> with a love seat <laughs> up the street now on a bike. Balance it, dog. I was like, first of all, your upper strength is incredible, dog. Like, <laughs> but but he was skinny though. He was like a type of a crackhead. He probably was a crackhead though, unfortunately. And, and you know what is crazy is I was gonna say that when I have another one. We were we were riding with T. I, I don't know. We were headed probably like to what's the little fish spot? It was it like King Seafood or something like that. Uh, that was yeah. on um over there by uh you know the I uh, was it Dairy Queen and, and OA Lounge. So, you know, yeah, we yeah. had a cigar. And I, I can't, I don't know if you were with us, but I was no, in the I was with y'all that time. I was in the passenger side. T was driving, and somebody else was in the back. I can't remember who was it. But we were smoking a cigar. Like, I was like, you know, boss smoking, you know, we were smoking a cigar riding up the street. And I was like, yo, I'm, I've had it, but I don't want any more of this. Y'all good? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And I just threw that mug out the window. And T was like, man, did you just see that? He's like, man. Somebody's back there. You hit somebody with the cigar. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, he's like, yeah, see, there's nobody out there. Dog. I didn't hit nobody with no cigar, dog. Like, he said, yeah, man, dude was back there. Harlem shaking, dog. <laughs> like, and I was like, man, you wigging, dog. Like, I didn't hit nobody with a cigar. So we get up to, you know, the spot where we at, and somebody pulls up on us on the bike, dog. <laughs> hit the brakes hard as hell. He's like, hey, man. He's a local. He's like, hey, man, one of y'all hit me. Y'all hit me with a cigar. <laughs> And I looked, I was like, 
No, nah, dog. Ain't nobody hit you with a cigar, dog. I don't know what the hell you talking about, dog. Like, dog, like I'm sitting in the back of my head like, damn, I done hit this man with a lit cigar, dog. Riding down the road, dog. He pulled up on me. Like, that was, like, one of the funniest, weirdest things ever, dog. Like, that man pulled up on the car. I was like, hey, did one of y'all hit me with a cigar? I looked at the T. And I was like, no, man. Ain't nobody. What you talking about? I mean, the fact that he's able to track you down on a bike, that's, that's like, all within a superhuman feat of itself. You know, like, how did this begin before phones? Uh, he must remember the license plate and the car rolled around, followed the, the tire tracks. I don't know. That, 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 that's, that, that's crazy. That, that, that's crazy. That, man, now, that man pulled up. Now, let me ask you this. Now, and this it is it's for anybody that attended, uh, you know, any school or university, you know, having that, that, that full experience. What was your favorite year, you know, as far as like year sophomore, freshman, senior? What what was your favorite year? I got mine. What was yours? I think mine would probably be the year we moved into the UVs. That would have been what, a junior year? Junior, yep. That's what it was. Our junior year. It was because it was like, you know, your freshman and your sophomore year, you're still, you know, getting used to college. But, you know, when you hit that independency of moving off campus and, Really, yeah. you know, really experiencing college and getting out and road tripping and, you know, being on your own own, like your own apartment. That was that 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 whole year, man, was 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 amazing. I like granted, I look at it now like, damn, I wish we would have ended up staying there a little bit longer. And we were such yeah. in a rush for to leave for what reason? But that junior year, man, between, you know, me finally, man, and, and with me. I, you know, I didn't have my a great first year, so I, you know, I put myself behind the eight ball, but I was yeah. able to rebound and, and make consistent three point O's, you know, going into my from my junior and moving into my senior year. So, yeah. you know, not only academically, you know, was that was a good year, but man, the parties, the, you know, we the 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 parties that we used to have in the apartment, like. Man. You know, just um, you know, the people that we met. We were road tripping more. We used to go to Columbus State, you know, to kick it. We used to go to Middle Georgia College. Like we was, you know, we were kind of experiencing and exploring. Like even though that might sound small, but you know, for for people that I I didn't have transportation. He was the only one that had a car at the time, so um, <laughs> it, it was crazy. It was crazy, man. But it, th- th- my junior year was probably hands down probably one of my best years in college, man, because. We 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 got to the next tier, man. We we was doing doing shit. Man, listen, I know you know, but by far it was mine too. Like best year. Now probably not the best academically, but you know, I mean, I think I, I think I struggled that first year. It was this. No, 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 no. It was uh my sophomore year I struggled, but like junior year I kind of bounced back and got got right. But like I said, we were going out more. And, and, and I, my my listeners, I'm gonna tell you a funny story. Uh, he he mentioned that we went to uh Columbus State, right? So here's the thing. We went to Columbus State on a whim of like, hey, we're going to party, we're going to chill, you know, do whatever, right? So anyways, we go out there because our boy uh, Easy, or EZF, you know, his name is Lance, EZF, or what was his name? He was like, he's from the NO, he's from the NO. Man, listen, the hell with that, but he he was like, man, listen, we're going out, Um, we're going in, uh, uh, we're going to go all the way over there, and we're going to chill, you know. Chill with our homeboys and, and chill, you know, get you know, party, whatnot, you know, give some females with us. Okay, we're like, cool. So, mind you, I'm just now coming to this party age because, again, I've been a hermit like 18 years of my damn life. So, this is new to me. I'm taking any experience I can get to go party. Yeah. So, 
we were like, man, come on, we getting all fresh and stuff, putting on our wherever we got good, our homeboy Mark Miz. We drive way out there. So first and foremost, my listeners, we almost we almost died. Literally, I know it's possible. We literally almost died twice, two times, <laughs> twice in one night. One person uh, almost died twice, and mind you, not even under the influence. Almost died twice, literally almost died twice. So here's the thing: we got to Columbus. You know, we all amped and stuff. It's been it was slightly raining. This fool had what? He had the Bronco, right? Yeah, he had um, the Bronco. That's what it was. He, he had the Bronco. So we're at a stoplight, and excuse me, this asshole decides to floor it when the light turns green. So we're going right in front of Columbus State sign. We're going. He hits a, a sharp left turn in the car. Up a hill. Up a hill in the rain. <laughs> the car jerks. So we're jerking back and forth. <laughs> we're jerking back and forth, going straight on until about to hit this sign. And then he slams on the brakes and stops the Columbus and State sign. It was the Columbus State sign that we were. We were rocking it. We were like, oh, I'm like, oh, my God, we about to hit the sun. <laughs> like, I was like, yo, I'm... <laughs> this man caught the wheel. The, the truck hit back to the ground, and he kept riding up the street. And that motherfucker started laughing, dog. I was like, boy, I'll swing on you right now, dog. I ain't going to lie. I did, I did laugh for a little bit because I thought, I thought it was kind of funny. Bro, that wasn't <laughs> funny, dog. I mean, it, it was. I mean, granted, it wasn't, <laughs> granted, it wasn't funny. But I think you know I, I'm I, I laugh at you know stupid shit like that you know but uh but no it wouldn't be funny if we hit that damn sign of course I I kicked his ass but again but think about it that's your that was like one of your first experience road tripping and, and he fucked it up <laughs> like but but that was but think about it that was strike one that was strike one then what we we get to do the apartment Kenny job to Kenny you know what I'm saying with the capris on or whatnot uh, so we go there boy. and this fool literally drives us almost an hour and a half just to talk to his homeboy. That's it. Just, just to sit in a little. I mean, think about it. We're, we're young males. We we want to, you know, go to other schools, talk to females, you know, that type of thing. And he, we drove an hour and a half to sit in his homeboy living room and just hear him talk, dog. Like it was depressing, <laughs> dog. Like, I'm like, dog, this is this is what road tripping is about. Dog. I wanted to like, beat his ass, man. I swear, I wanted to fight. But you would never get that at any other school except a black school. You know what I'm saying? Idiotic friends like that. But it's like, I wanted to fight, buddy, for real. Like, I wanted to fight. But it was like, you know what? There was a lost cause. We basically waste all that time. Screw it. We're going to wait home. So, it, we mad. You know what I'm saying? Me, me and Con sitting in the back, you know, the back seat. No, I was in the front. In front. You know? I was oh, sitting you, in the front. Yeah. You were, okay, so, but, but, um, was, we were running on the way back. So, anyways, we, you know, everybody, we're tired. It's like, what, 3 in the morning, 2, 3 in the morning. So, we just chilling, you know what I'm saying? I didn't dozed off. Kind of doze. Everybody dozed off. Cue what I said. Everybody dozed off. So we were <laughs> rumbling in the damn car. All of a sudden, I lift my head up, and then I let Con Con lift his head up, and he look over. He's like, "Easy, easy!" And this fool slams on the fucking brakes, and we all jerk for like we about to fly the damn windshield. And like, this bro, fool starts like laughing. literally. No, no, that man. Died. I woke up. And I saw that man head on the steering wheel, dog. I said, oh, <laughs> hell no. Nah. I'm like, hey, bro, get your ass up. Like, <laughs> I think after that, I didn't go any other, anywhere else with that man, dog. Like, that was y'all homeboy. Oh, oh, that no. was y'all homeboy. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, nah, dog. Like, dog, imagine, and, and listeners, imagine you're riding with somebody and their safety's in your hands. 
and you know, you doze off when we're riding back, and you look over, and the motherfucker is asleep on the steering wheel with his head <laughs> and his arms crossed over the top of the steering wheel, dog. Dog, we should have been dead. Like, like, twice, like dead twice in been... one night. Twice in one night. That's crazy, bro. We almost, we almost died twice in one night with this. Now, we... That, again, I know that sounds kind of funny, but we met this fool at historically black college university. I mean, I will never change that experience because we can sit back and laugh at laugh about it right now. Granted that we're living, but you know that was like that that, that was stupid. Like you know that every time we went somewhere with this fool, it was always an L. And you know, and and crazy enough, one thing I will say that college did teach you, you know, it teach you how to deal with life. You know, what I'm saying, it teach you how to deal with uh, certain aspects of how to. The, the uh, function of life, like I said, we made the joke earlier about the financial aid that, um, you know, it teaches you how to be patient and stuff yeah. like that, you know. But it, again, it's just, I don't know, black school kind of taught me just how to just uh, see stuff at face value, you know, and, and, and try to hope for things, but also teach you to have a realistic plan, too, you know. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't know, because again, I think that kind of goes back to what she was saying, uh, what Miss Simmons said, uh, you know, get the doctor, I mean, get the undergraduate here, but go get a doctorate or, I mean, go get an advanced degree somewhere else, you know, but I don't know that they, 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 I would never take away that experience that I've ever had at Fort Valley uh, or any black school, because again, some of our same experiences are the same as other people's, you know, as far as what they experience, you know, uh, but yeah, man, like I said, it's just, um, this is this is something you just can't take away. This is something Not that you can't take away. You know. Not at all. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah. But anyway, besides all that though. <clears throat> oh man, I got away. My listeners, my faithful listeners, like I said, we're coming to wrap up the show. Uh we appreciate you all for tuning in this evening as we burned the MK. Okay. We had a great time tonight. It is Scientist Nine and Con Diesel of the Mango Kush Podcast Jeez. here live on stereo app. You can follow us out on IG. That's at MKPDCast. You can also follow us at Scientist9. That's N-Y-N-E. You can also follow us at Con Diesel. That's at X-K-O-N-D-I-E-S-E-L-X. Follow us out. Follow us on YouTube. We're going to burn the NK. We're here every Monday, I mean, and Friday night. Burn the NK, talking that real talk. The word has been given. So we're about to check out how you live in next time, okay? Right. Have a pleasant evening. We'll see you all later. Catch you on Peace. the other side. And it's out.